Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Lots to talk about. Bottom of this hour will be Craig News with Kay on a Monday. Make sure you stick around for that. We've got a lot of stories to get to as well. A lot of things to talk about. I, I just saw, I just saw this thing where John Kerry's talking about how we have to solve climate change. We're not moving to green energy fast enough. And I'm sure this idiot, John Kerry, I'm sure this idiot got there by flying on a plane. And it wasn't just like some commercial jet, which would be bad enough as it is. I mean, even, even Greta would not do that, right? Oh, no, I'm sure he flew there in his private jet. And he's talking about how we're not doing it fast enough. We're not getting there fast enough. It doesn't make any sense unless you're John Kerry and you're extremely rich and you're an oligarch and you think that you're the, the boss of me. That's exactly what, what he thinks on a Monday. Chocolate voice in the house. How you doing, Carrie? Okay. You are okay. I agree with that. Polo's making it happen. Monica in for Sam. We just saw a blank screen of Polo. Okay. Whatever. Listen, man. Technical stuff on Monday. We work it out by Tuesday. That's what we do. Carrie's what we do. We go by Tuesday. We're good. I certainly hope so. It'd be great. great though. Tomorrow's gonna be great. It may be. Today's already been pretty good. Tomorrow's gonna be really fabulous. All right. Okay, now see, here's the thing. This story about the so-called trans inmate, it's a guy saying he's a girl and he was put in prison or jail in the women's wing, got a couple of people pregnant. So um, maybe I'm missing something. There was a story out of New Jersey about a month ago. Is this the same story? Uh, Well, this is a New Jersey woman's prison we're talking about. So if you don't mind, fill me because something happened to where this is now making the national news again. Go ahead. Yeah, from the blaze, a transgender inmate's been moved to a new facility after impregnating two women while incarcerated at a New Jersey women's prison, according to a local report. Demi Minor, who is serving a 30-year sentence for manslaughter, was transferred from Edna Mahan Correctional Facility for Women to a prison for young adults last month after two women in the facility became pregnant from consensual sexual relationships with another incarcerated person, according to the DOC's External Affairs Executive Director, Dan Speraza. Minor was one of at least 27 prisoners who identify as transgender, housed at the women-only prison before being transferred to the Garden State Youth Correctional Facility, and she's not happy at all about the psychological damage caused by the move. On the Justice for Demi website, Demi wrote about her terrible experience of being forced to live in a male prison where she was called he and him well over 30 times. This is the hell that NJDOC wants to put me through. This is my punishment for what occurs over two months ago. They have violated my right to be safe and free from sexual harassment, Demi complained. While living here at GYSC, I have found myself under attack by young inmates who are immature and just plain ignorant towards a person like me. On Saturday, I was in medication line when an inmate cut in front of me and said, I am not standing behind, no. 
using the F word. Uh, the inmate then spit directly in my direction. I came back and washed my clothings, knowing deep down that I cannot and will not live like this. I don't think DOC realizes the psychological damage that's been done from moving me out of women's prison to a male facility. It is harsh, and I don't know what it's like to live as a man and, and refuse to ever revert back to such habits or behavior. And Demi said she was placed on suicide watch due to the fact that she had hung herself in the van but was placed in a dark cell within detention housing as inmates who are on watch are placed in the detention unit and not the infirmary. Okay. I refuse to live as a man. Demi, whose real name probably sure isn't Demi. Um, I refuse to live as a man. Carrie, can two women conceive a child? Uh, no. So at least for that 30 seconds, whatever it happened to be, um, Demi was living as a man because the relationship that was happening there was certainly one that was between a man and a woman. I don't want to be a jerk, but I'm hearing myself pretty loudly. Um, at the end of the day, what you have is a guy who had sex with two women. You have a guy who had sex with two women. A guy who had sex with two women. It's not a man with, it's not a woman with a, you know, a man part. It's not a woman with testicles. It's not a woman um, without a uterus. This is a man who had sex with two women. And I think that the most egregious part of the story, other than it was a man who got two women pregnant and the corrections unit should have known that a man with a man parts could get women pregnant before putting him in with women, the most egregious part to me appears to be the righteous indignation of Demi, who thinks that he somehow is the victim. Kara, I could be wrong, but Demi thinks he's the victim, no? Uh, yes, absolutely. Treated horribly. Treated, you put me in with men? Those people 30 times called me he and him. As he's getting it on with the chicks in cell block C. I'm not sure I understand. I mean, I'm not missing anything, right? No. And I, the story that I sent you up on the very top, there is a screenshot. I think that may be Demi. Have, did you see that picture? Let me take a look. Let me take a look-see. I'm assuming it's Demi, but. Let's take a look-see. I'm telling you. Oh, come on, man. Oh, that's Demi? Well, I'm, that would be my assumption, right? I don't know why you wow. put somebody else's picture up there. but Let me show the people who are watching and listening. Let me show the people who are watching because I think they deserve to see Demi, what Demi looks like. No, that didn't work. I'll try it again because this is important. You have to have all the information. I always talk about, Carrie, I always talk about always get all the information. There you go. It's important that you get all the information. Here is a nice shot of Demi, who's a, who's really angry, being called he and him. Appears to be a black man in his 20s, I would say. Looks like a little bit of a mustache maybe happening, maybe a, some sort of a shadow there. And this person is emotionally distraught for being called him and his. And he, even though he has made two women pregnant, Now, again, the relationships, according to the story, were consensual. 
But let me let me see. I, this is going to be difficult because I'm, I'm actually going to sit back because this is this is this is my contemplating and pondering position on the show. Let's see. How could they possibly have stopped this from happening? I'm trying to figure it out. Monica, you're somebody who works in the medical field. How, is there anything you could think of that would stop the ability of Demi, the woman, according to him, who can't be called he and him? How could we, because you deal with babies. I mean, is there some transgender sort of two female way of making a baby other than the traditional way that I'm thinking of? I, in my expertise, only know about the traditional way. I think so. Okay. We we could probably stop this from happening by putting him in with the men. Wait a second. So you're saying putting him or her, whatever, in with the women could end up, if he's got working reproductive parts, could end up making babies. Is that what you're saying? There's a very strong possibility of that. What the? What the? <laughs> Carrie, anything on this? Any way to stop Demi from procreating in prison? I would agree with Monica. Put Demi in with the men. Well, a couple of racists. <laughs> a couple of transophobes. I don't know if that's no. even a thing. <laughs> so you're saying, don't put the dude in with the chicks. Yes, and you won't have a pregnancy problem. So, but it's just a bunch of girls hanging out. No, not the case. Okay, so uh, let me let me make sure that I'm clear. It, it, let's let's keep it just biological. Let's not get into the hims and hers of it. Let's say Demi's a chick, trans woman, trans women unite. God bless you. You're a she and a her, but you're an XY, and you have to go to the XY facility. And the reason you, you'll notice, because I again maybe I missed it in the story. Demi wasn't complaining of, of getting his ass kicked. He was complaining of some people calling him he and him. Did I get that right? Yes. Well, he said that um, they have violated my right to be safe and free from sexual harassment. And this idiot thinks it's sexual harassment to be called he and him. And, of course, it's not. And he has proven that he is a he and a him by impregnating two women because women can't impregnate women. So let's, again... Lest I be banned from every social media site ever and from the airwaves, let's be biological. Demi, who clearly is not only a man, male, he has working productive parts, reproductive parts, is an XY. We know there's a Y chromosome. It could be eight X's and a Y, but there's a Y in there somewhere. And the women that he impregnated don't have a Y. So he should never, ever, ever, never have been in there. And the thing that I guess really, really just gets my crank going is that the idiots at the at the facility probably were thinking about ESG, probably th- thinking about how, how they can somehow um, look better in the eyes of the woke and put him in there. And he just starts, he just starts doing all the women. <laughs> they don't... He- he does go on, if you like me, he has um, a couple more things that he wants to be addressed. Yes. Uh, she also claimed guards denied her request to be strip searched by a female officer, saying everyone here is man, including you. 
The fact that this prison does not have air conditioning, does not have cable, does not allow video visits, does not have an LGBTQ group is mind-blowing. Yet they said that I am here for safety. No, please understand, I am here for punishment. Just the sad part is... This punishment may kill me. Mentally, I have not been myself, and I'm losing my essence. The Demi, who wants to wear makeup and hang out with her friends, is not permitted here. They have said that I can have my makeup, but the truth is we know it's a death wish. It's literally going to cause more harassment, Demi wrote. Okay. So Demi, who is a male who has heterosexually made two babies with female inmates, was angry that a man was going to strip search him and uh, only wanted a, a female to. Because he probably wanted to see yes. if he wanted to get with her. Go ahead. No, I'm saying yes, that is correct. He wanted to be strip searched by a female officer. Convicted of manslaughter, going to prison for 30 years, getting it on with the inmates, and wanted some female officer to also check his crevices and orifices for any sort of contraband he may have been ringing in. See, th- this story should be the story that stops all this BS. This story should be the one that we all point to. Remember Demi, the dude getting women pregnant, want to be stri- strip searched by a female. Uh, Demi's a man uh, lying about transitioning, hasn't transitioned anything, lying about being trans, lying about all of it. And, and I look, listen, I'm going to go out on a limb here. If you're somebody who wants to claim that you're trans, where he clearly is not, if you want to claim that you're trans and you're going to prison for manslaughter, no problem. We'll put you in a women's facility. We cut them off. We're going to cut them off for you. You don't need them anyway. You're not a dude. You think Demi would be okay with that, Carrie? Uh, Something tells me no. Gosh, you're smart, and he appears to be using them. Exactly, yeah. Maybe maybe I'm... 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Is there a simpler solution other than what Monica said and Carrie said and I said? Is there a simpler solution than just putting him in with the XYs? Your thoughts when we come back. Go to JoePags.com right now. Do me a favor, click on, on Instagram. If you've got an Instagram, go and follow me over there. It's where my, my um, come on videos are. I put three up so far today, maybe some more later on. Keep it right here. We're coming back. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by Motown Monday before Michael Jackson got weird with his four brothers. Well, let's go. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Guy goes to prison, manslaughter, 30 years. It's a guy. He says, I'm trans. And the, the New Jersey Correctional Facility says, eh, you know, got to believe him, ESG and, and the big reset and got to be woke enough. And we went on the LGBTQ, XYZ, one, two, three's mad at us. Uh-uh. So we better just uh, accept him. He goes to, to the girls' prison, to the women's prison, just starts, just starts making babies. 
And now they're listening to his BS about they called me he and him. And if you're going to strip search me, it's got to be a woman who does it. This guy is a man who likes women and is is making babies with them. I don't I don't understand. And now the babies will be well, the, 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 all the care. The prenatal care is going to be out of our pockets. The babies will be born out of our pockets. Then they're going to be born with their mothers who are in prison. And the father, who thinks he's a girl, allegedly, is also in prison. I mean, what are we talking about here? And it, it would be very, it's going to be crazy and very easy to avoid this by saying, oh, no, no, this is a guy. And we're, we fear he's going to start having sex with the women. Could have said that. I know it'd be crazy, but we could have. Let me tell you about, uh, by the way, that the, the clock is ticking for Congress to reach a deal to raise the debt ceiling. They, they're always working on this. Continuing resolutions, this and debt ceilings, that. We can't do that. We, if we run out of if we run out of money and our hit our debt ceiling. If you're buried in bills and trying to keep up with all your credit card signature loans, internet loans, and timeshares, we don't, we don't have that that ability to just raise the ceiling. Get off the treadmill. Get some total financial freedom. If you owe more than ten thousand dollars, the team at Total Financial has been doing a great job. For 15 years, helping people like you resolve their debts and cut payments in half. If you don't believe me, just give them a call. Ask them all the questions you've got. 800-833-9444. 1-800-833-9444. Call now. Ask about the free book, The Debt Dietitian. Mention my name, Joe Pags, and get that free book. You call to see how easy it is to cut your payments. You're going to appreciate their, their team. Like-minded people. They've got an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Zero complaints. Call Total Financial right now at 800-833-9444. one 800 833-9444. Keep in mind, you've got to mention my name to get that free book, The Debt Dietitian. Make that happen right now. Let me go to the phone lines. Jennifer is in Texas. Hi, Jennifer. What's going on? Hi, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, you asked what we could do to solve, or Mr. Minor or Miss Minor, or whatever she could have done to solve this problem. She could have not gotten caught to begin with. She could have not been put incarcerate or been incarcerated for manslaughter. It blew my mind. I had to go back and, and search for the story because... I thought I heard it wrong when you said that she was incarcerated because she's expecting all of these rights and privileges. You did something wrong. You are locked up. You don't have rights and privileges. And that's what she could have done to begin with was not gotten caught, not done the the crime. And we wouldn't have this situation to begin with. What are you talking about? I mean, he gets caught, gets (laughs) thrown into prison with a bunch of women, gets to have all the sex he wants. He's living the life. That's true. I forgot that, you know, Criminals have it better for, than, than those of us that are on the outside. We can, we can go, they can go and get their, their degrees and, and oh, second yeah. degrees and third degrees. And here I am trying to, to make ends meet being a teacher. And I can't even go back and get my master's degree to go and, and improve my life. But yet they can do that and, yep. and have gotten caught and all of that. So I forgot. And make, for, and, and, for and make, all, the, and make all the babies they want, Jennifer. Jennifer, exactly. I appreciate you. I, I thank you. for Listen, uh, Jennifer, obviously a good teacher. We appreciate that. Thank you for doing what you do. Michael, I'm going to see if you can do it in 30 seconds. Go. Hey, uh, so what happened to the sanctity and safety of women? Women have fought so long in this country and are, and we just continue to let these uh, POSs uh, just chip away at women's rights. Uh, Michael, you're absolutely right, but keep in mind that you really can't define a woman unless you're a biologist. You didn't sound like a biologist to me. We've got a Supreme Court justice right now, right now, that says she cannot define a woman in this context. I'm not a biologist. So... The idea that we should protect women and women's rights, that's an idea that's out the window now because there really is no woman. Carrie, you'd agree with that, right? That what? There is no woman? No such thing as women. Uh, that is not true. I am mm-hmm. a woman. Mm-hmm. I am. 
Eh, you say so. Whatever. Uh, all right. Yes. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Case Smythe, when we come back, stay right here. Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really appreciate having back Kay Smythe. Cray News with Kay on a Monday. It's always great to see you, Kay. How are you? I'm great, Joe. How are you? You are great. I agree with you. I'm doing just fine. Thank you for asking. How, how much of a doofus is this guy? Let's talk about this guy for a... <laughs> no, no, seriously, this is the idiot that had blackface and got away with it, twice at least. He wants to be a dictator from China. Uh, and the only thing I've ever had to say about him that was good was at least he's a good-looking guy. Then he goes and does this. What, Kay, you're a young happening chick. You look at this guy. I mean, did he just not ruin the only good thing he had going for him? Uh, I look at this picture, Joe, of Justin Trudeau's <laughs> new hacker, and I think, wow, his hairstylist literally just committed treason. <laughs> like, there is no excuse why anyone... Like, why does his wife let him walk out the door looking this stupid like what's the point in having a wife if she's not going to do the absolute minimum and say babe you look like a bit of a clown today probably shouldn't walk outside also you look like your parents were siblings like bro what are you doing but, and but, i couldn't but, agree more that was the argument i made in my piece the only thing he had going for him <laughs> is that he was pretty damn good looking right and yeah like i said he looks like uh, you know he looks like his parents are siblings or it, like it, at least first cousins for those who aren't watching and you're listening justin trudeau literally looks like somebody put a bowl on his head and cut around the bowl he looks like jim carrey from dumb and dumber um, and again, he had the, the flowing locks. I mean, I was jealous of him, man. I wish I had hair like that. And, and everything else, I mean, just out the window. He looks like he could be in the, in the third sequel of this, of this movie, Dumb and Dumber. And, and when he walks out, I mean, did he, did he, let me ask you this. You know these very, very vain people. You've been with Hollywood A-listers. They're in your friend group. Um, you know people who are high up in the political fray. Um, these people are very vain. What was he thinking here? Did, did you think he went uh, with his team and said, what do you think if I do this? Or do you think he just did it? I have no idea because there is absolutely no thought process and no logic behind making a decision like that. I don't know how you go from being essentially the only attractive world leader in the world, in the actual world, to looking like you can't read. Like, I mean, that's what we're looking at right here, Joe. Like, he did something to himself that is inexcusable. It's unexplainable. Like, I'm so thrilled that Canada and the U.S. are now sharing information about UFOs because I think one has just replaced Justin Trudeau. Like, that is literally what I think we're seeing here. I'm not even a fashion writer. Right. I didn't even do my own hair today, and I get that that might make me a hypocrite, but, like, <laughs> I will die on this hill. This is the worst thing that has happened to Canada ever. <laughs> it's Kay Smythe. Go and read her story at the Daily Caller on this weird haircut by Justin Trey. <laughs> hey, Kay, have you heard the dumb rumors that he's Fidel Castro's son? Have you heard that one? I have. 
have. I think we've talked about it. I think we've talked about it. Like, I have. I mean, there's nothing to I mean, that's just dumb, right? His mother met uh, uh, Fidel Castro somewhere. They'll take a picture of Castro when he was in his 30s or 40s and put it next to Trudeau. Look, look, look. It's the same jawline. It's the same everything. I mean, come on, man. I mean, that's just dumb, that's right? ridiculous. Yeah, it's so dumb. I mean, like, I, you'd be amazed every single guy I've ever been on a date with and all my girlfriends who have blonde hair and blue eyes say the same thing. There's like five different celebrity women that we always get told we look like. It's fine. All white people look alike. We just deal with it. You know, it's a hard <laughs> life, but this is this is where we live now. Racist. I know. I'm, I'm a top racist. <laughs> so, so um, I'm glad you said white because I'm gonna. I can't save this one now. Now I have to go to this one, and you know that I have to because the richest man on the planet. Who I, by the way, got into a Twitter fight with the other day. Um, I saw. When that's something, yeah, he, he responded to me, and, and he didn't really have an answer. But um, I did. Okay, I did not see this coming. Uh, can we talk about? Is this just a lack of pigmentation? What, what are we looking at here? Oh my god! It looks like there's a wild animal on Elon Musk's <laughs> yacht because there is no way that any human would choose to look like that, bro. You have more money than God. Like you can't buy a tanning bed. Get a tan. Sandra Pay is like, what, 20 bucks? I think you can afford it. He looks like, what are those whales? What are those, like, is it like a melon headed whale? I have no idea, like but albino? I, like, That's really, what he looks like. it's not even, I mean, he's almost literally the color white. Like, you this and I are like, white, but we're not white. That, this guy's like white. Joe, these are choices that these men made when they woke <laughs> up in the morning. Like, okay, he's I, got I, 10 I kids. Want? I mean, he's making time with the ladies. He got 10 kids now. Thank God they've got money and power, because otherwise, <laughs> let's be honest. For those, again, if you're listening on the radio, come back and check out the VOD later, the video on demand. It is uh, Elon Musk, and it looks like he could have a six-pack abs if he tried. Uh, but, uh, but I mean, I have not seen a man that white. I'm like, well, maybe the shutter was open, maybe the iris was too hot, and everybody else looks normal. Um, yeah. But but he is, uh, he is a, a bright, shining star on that boat. He probably will never answer my tweet again, will he, after he did all that? <laughs> he probably won't. Let, let's, let's talk about the UK. Let's talk about how it's melting down. Now, you and I, when it comes to what's happening with the globe and its warmth or lack thereof, I don't necessarily agree, but, but take me to the UK. Are they literally melting runways? Is that really happening? So, okay, I, I want to clarify for a minute because I think everyone gets, like, the topic of climate change wrong. Okay. Like, the climate has always ebbed and flowed. Yes, and it changes. I agree. We agree. Sometimes... It's hot and wet. Sometimes it's hot and dry. Sometimes it's really cold. It's, uh, we don't have, we haven't spent enough time in, you know, like the modern world is less than 100 years old. Just think about it that way. We haven't spent enough time. Hold on a second. That was, that was amazing. Isn't that amazing? It's about 100 years old, the modern times that we're living in. I mean, before that, it was like they're out, you know, hoeing the fields and uh, nobody was going to the grocery store for food and they were learning, really learning things in school and there was no modernity at all. Now, air conditioning? What, what the hell's that? That's where, you know, somebody fans you off or something. Uh, that is such a, an incredible statement because we take everything we have for granted, don't we? We really do. And it's our level of consumerism that's going to get impacted as we sort of fail to live in symbiosis with the planet. Now, the UK is having a complete mental breakdown. Um, 
a bunch of RAF, like Royal Air Force bases, yes. had to literally cease operations because their runways melted. How is that so, possible? Like, what are they for those using? Of you who don't know, are they using the UK... cheese? Are they using cheese for their runways? What? What? Are they, why would a runway <laughs> melt? We have. Hello, it's 105 degrees every day where I live. We're not melting runways. Come on. Exactly. And these planes land in places that are 105 degrees. Yes. So I'm like, mm, anyway, no. So basically, the UK, for up until basically the last two weeks, the UK has been living in this sort of like reverse Game of Thrones situation where we're just like perpetually waiting for summer. Summer's arrived and everyone's going to die, basically. Um, it is, Joe, like... I can't, I cannot stress this enough. I have not had a conversation with any of my British family that has not revolved around the heat. And my family used to come and visit me when I lived out in the desert and it would be, you know, 114 degrees down in Joshua Tree and we'd be sat out in the sun all day. And it's maybe a hundred degrees there and they're acting like the world is actually ending. Britain has completely lost its mind. We have never had this much heat, like physical hot temperatures, let alone the amount of time that it's now lasting. So yeah, runways are melting. People are losing their minds. Honestly, it's pretty funny though. Like there was one statement that I can't say in full on the show, because I don't want to get in trouble, right. um, you know, for swearing. But one of the statements a spokesperson from the RAF gave uh, Sky News was basically like, the trainees are absolutely effed off. It's an absolute S show. It's a nightmare. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much the most British thing I could possibly ever even co like comprehend, really. Well, I mean, do, um, do, we, do we know why they're literally melting runways when there's material that can handle this? And by the way, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to either tell you something that you didn't know or you already knew this. Um, when you do research over, over the generations, over the millennia, it turns out citrus used to grow in parts of the UK where it can't grow now. So as you said, the climate is, is a cyclical thing. It, it goes in ebbs and flows. So why is it that they didn't expect that it might get hot one day and they use some material that wouldn't handle it? You absolutely nailed it, Joe. Yeah, the Romans, the Romans would literally grow grapes to make wine yes. in England when they came over and invaded. By the way, just want to throw this out there. Everyone who's in ever invaded England has won. The same as not happened in Wales. Just saying that. Just because I'm Welsh. <laughs> um, the Romans had to learn to live with us. Yes. We were like, nah, fam, we'll eat you. But um, yeah, so, you know, it's been hot there before. But I think, <laughs> I think the UK... I, I have never had a hot summer in the UK. The reason that my family worked so hard um, was essentially so we could travel. Like, is so it, we could make it always, money to travel. Is it always raining, Kay? We watch The Apprentice UK, and like every freaking scene, it's raining. Yeah. Anytime I watch a British television show or film and there's no rain... I go, well, this is just rubbish. <laughs> they didn't fit in film in Great Britain. This yeah. is fiction. <laughs> like, no, they would never. Like, I just watched um, Slow Horses on Apple TV. It's a great British show. Um, it's a new one that's out. Really enjoyed it. Didn't rain. And I was like, well, this isn't believable. Now, now let me ask Crap. you this. Do you, make, uh, you, do you make your boyfriend, John, watch this, this garbage too or no? Slow Horses? No, we watch different men types should, of Men should not have to watch together. that. 
We we watch all the garbage. No, we're we're pretty big trailer park boys. Oh, good, very good. Um, that's our go to. Sometimes we make him watch The Bachelorette, but only oh, no. if I want him to hate you. Would, me. That, that would I'm, I've never seen a scene of it. I've never seen The Bachelor nor The Bachelorette. Ain't happening. It's K Smythe, K A Y S M Y T H E dot com. Go to KSmythe dot com. Uh, often, if not always, the top trend over on the Daily Caller. She's a news and uh, what, what, what are we calling you? A news and opinion writer now? Is that what we're calling you? Uh, yeah, news and opinion, news and commentary. Gotcha. Okay, One very of good. Those. Well, we, we we love your commentary. We love your news. We love everything you do. Let's talk about uh, Tucker Carlson, the the man who founded the the DC um, yep. in Iowa. Now, I haven't seen this yet, but there's a lot of rage about what he had to say, both good and bad. There were raves and rages, I guess, um, on social media about it. And you said this might be telling us what he's planning to do in the future. Fill me in. Now, I, first of all, realize I have not seen this yet. So tell me why I should watch his commentary from the other night. The main reason you need to watch Tucker's keynote speech at the Family Leadership Summit, Joe, you know this because we're very good friends. Yes. But I was very far leftist, very liberal, socialist, progressive when I first moved out to the United States. I began to realize not long after I got to California that something, something wasn't quite right. What I was being told I should think and say and how I should act um, from sort of like a political perspective did not align with any of the data that I had, my colleagues, the people I read. Um, I just, you know, there was this thing called homelessness. And I was like, well, actually, it's a homeless industrial complex. Then there was this thing called BLM. And I was like, that's a scam. Um, And so one day I hear this person speaking and it's Tucker Carlson and he's speaking the truth. And I'm like, that's weird. I was always told that I should hate you and resent you. Right. But here you are saying something so irrefutable that I can't help but keep listening. Well, I've got yeah. to, let, let me ask you this because I love the, the background you just gave. And yes, of course, I knew all of that. I like that you called it the homeless industrial complex. I'm going to start calling it the racist industrial complex when it comes to BLM and other people like that. Very, yeah. very smart terminology. But when it comes to Tucker Carlson, he's under so much attack right now. Well, people who were on the left like you thought you used to be, you never really were because you still had the same value system. You just thought it fit in with them. It didn't. It fit in with the right. Do you think more people who think they're on the left, like we're seeing with Latinos um, here in Texas and in Florida, will they start coming around as well and going, wait wait a second, I'm supposed to hate Tucker Carlson, but listen to what he just said. That made sense to me. They, I think a lot of them have already come around. A lot of the polling data shows that. You can go and, like, I'll, t- I'll tell all your listeners, go and read my articles. Go and read not just mine, but everyone that works for the Daily Caller. Go yes. read the polling data. It's irrefutable. And so Tucker gets up on stage on Friday night at this family leadership summit in Iowa. So it's a swing state. And Joe, honestly, if he had said at the end of it, my name is Tucker Carlson, I'm running for president, I can't even vote. And I'd have been like, oh, yeah, I'm here for it. Was it just he, a litany of our of our value system of what we should believe in, of love for America? What was it? I would say it was a confluence of, firstly, humor. He's a really funny guy. Yeah. He sort of spoke truth to power and called out the leftist sort of platform at the moment that's really trying to destroy our commitment to family as Americans and reshape that mindset towards commitment to political ideology. 
commitment to totalitarianism, really. Don't love your family. Love us, the people telling you how to think and feel. That's what he spoke out against. Right. And that's exactly what this country needs right now, is for all of us to turn and look at the people that we love, turn and look at the people around us in our media communities, and say, what do we have in common? What can we use in order to learn more about one another? How can we get along better? That is exactly what Tucker got up and said. And so I watched it mostly because, you know, this is the guy who doesn't run the Daily Caller, has nothing to do with the Daily Caller anymore, but he founded the outlet. Right. He, it was almost like a, a coming out thing for me when I had to say, like, oh, my God, I actually really appreciate and love watching Tucker Carlson. Like, right. that was a big thing. First time I'd ever let my family down, clearly drinking drugs and all that other stuff didn't quite do that. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it was a big moment for me in my life, realizing that this guy is actually kind of brilliant. Yeah. Um, and he did it in a way that was funny, that was humble, that was endearing. I didn't want the speech to stop. It was that good. I, I know himself. you very well. I hate everything. No, I, I, I know you do. You, you, hate, you hate me. You hate just about everything. <laughs> um, but but uh, what I do know about you is when it touches your heart, you tend to shed a tear or two. Did it make you well up? There was a little bit of that. Today, um... I, I have written a piece about it. I'm not sure when or if it's going to be published. But I, I did get pretty emotional writing that. I was like, you know what? If you had told me 10 years ago that I would move to America and actually become a, a writer for one of the biggest news outlets in the country, I'd be asked for my opinion and my commentary more than just covering straight news. Yeah. And that the person who founded that outlet or co-founded, I should say, because Neil Neil Patel, who I work for, is like, there's very few people I would take a bullet for, and I would with Neil. And you know me, Joe, I hate working. Yes. And Neil and Neil and Jeff, who run the Daily Caller, I, there's no one else I would rather work for. Like, honestly, I can't, I literally can't believe I'm saying this out loud because I've never thought that I would ever get to experience this. But to be an immigrant and to be in this position is such a gift. And something I never could have predicted for myself. And the only reason that this institution exists is because of Tucker and Neil and their vision. And so I just think like, wow, what what would happen if we could actually expand that vision? Now, is Tucker going to run for president? No, I don't think so. No, I think, I think, I think he likes he the job that he has Should now. He? Absolutely. Well, I'm going yeah. to go check it out uh, on your recommendation. It's Case Mythe. Go to CaseMythe.com, S-M-Y-T-H-E. And uh, also check out everything she does on The Daily Caller. Kay, thanks a million. A very great Monday. We appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. Let's do a quick pop culture. Whoop. Dirty pop. Tight one, Paul. What do you have? So this weekend, this past weekend on Saturday, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez got married in Las Vegas. I had no clue. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How'd they hide that? How was that not everywhere? Yeah, it, it happened. All right, there you go. That's Polo. That's Carrie. That's uh, Monica in for Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. This is the Joe Pegg Show.